Only one way we can start this. Affiliates never pay attention. Yes. See, I know you didn't see this coming. I was hyped when this came out. Like when uh, I heard this one, I forgot right. about this one. Right. And I was like, I was in a, you hey, know, this is like, hey. you was going to hit a, a little jerk, a little Dougie or oh. something to this. I'm happy she left all of that in there. All that extra talking, like, it just put me back in that space. Put you back in that time period. Mm. Damn, but it did take a long time for them to get in a verse. <laughs> one right here listen to that on the way here my guy this one shut it down listen this, to this one on, this is a non-skip we don't you, skip, yeah, you this. Can't skip this we don't skip this in my house mm, 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 mm. okay mm, mm. I was gonna cue the, the tiktok dance the, the super hard tiktok right. dance with 40 steps I don't even know like where you can cut this off at. Like you just gotta kind of let her. We're gonna leave her there. We're gonna leave her. So we are back. How, we are how are you back. feeling? How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm excited. Start we got off with with feelings. Feelings. See how people are feeling today. How we're doing? I'm feeling pretty. It's Thursday. I thought it was Friday when I got up this morning. So I that, wish it was. Goodness That gracious. wasn't great, but, you know, the day is over. Yeah. We got one more day, and yeah, I usually yeah. get off early on Fridays, so. We're, we're winding down. And then winding down, we'll be, yes. we'll be right there. We'll be right um, there. So tomorrow's Friday. You know? Yeah. Well, when they listen to it, it'll be Friday. So yeah. It'll be Friday when y'all hear it, but. Lit, lit. Well, we got a lot, a lot to talk about today. So let's start with your celebrity crush. Um, she's working her way out of that, or they are working their way out. They of are that. working their way out of uh, that. that was a yeah, great, great catch by myself. Um, Demi Lovato comes out as non-binary. Yeah, good for them. Ah, uh, yeah, congratulations! Good I don't have a round of applause. I'll give her some gunshots, a little air horn. Congratulations, congratulations yeah. to them. I'm happy for them. Uh, I feel like if that's how they feel, I think that's great. Yeah, just like, what else can you say? Yeah. I mean, you can't really tell them that they should not feel that way. So Yeah, I see a lot of people that feel like it's kind of for attention or that, she, you know, I'm sorry, I almost said wrong pronouns, that they are doing a lot. Um, but I think it maybe is just the timing. I think a so. little bit. I think it's just the timing with everything that happened with them. I think that everything is rolling out like just in a weird way. Like, like it's like they, a lot at you know in this year. It's like year. An, an exposition dump with uh, the documentary and album, and then they come out and say that they um, maybe homosexual, and then they come out as as non-binary, yeah. and it's like it's just been a lot. Like they've had a lot of information in what five months we only five months in yeah and it's literally been something new with them every single month yeah but so it's a little bit of an overload um but 
congratulations. I'm happy for them. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, next up we have I don't I don't know if you know if you're aware of this person, but her she goes by the name Nikki Philippi. She is a popular YouTuber. I'm actually subscribed to her, which I forgot that I was subscribed to her for a very long time. She is a beauty and lifestyle YouTuber, and she actually made a video a couple weeks ago saying that her and her husband is it what is it when you put a dog down? Is it euthanized? Yeah, they euthanized. She, they euthanized their dog because she basically said they've had this dog for like nine years and that the dog has had some violent tendencies over the years and allegedly bit their child. I think it was like a situation where the dog was eating and the child reached their hand in to touch uh, the food, you know, okay. as kids do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I guess that was kind of for them like the final straw and they decided to euthanize their dog. Now this has been a really hot topic. It actually made like national headlines um because people felt like, you know, there's other avenues that they could have gone yeah, through. Definitely other avenues they could have instead of, you know, killing essentially killing their dog. Um another thing that caused outrage was that they actually did a photo shoot with the dog before killing the dog and with the child, which made people feel like is the dog really that dangerous if you're going to literally take pictures of the dog right next to the child? Um, it's a little bit strange. You're a dog owner. I'm not. What are your thoughts on this whole situation? I know it's not the full story necessarily. Okay, so, but... uh, first and foremost, uh, I'm not really in support of euthanization of a dog uh, because they're living creatures as well. Shouldn't yeah. necessarily um, kill them in that manner. Um, I know that they said the dog has had some aggressive tendencies in the past. Mm -hmm. uh, you should have definitely been working on that. Um, but yeah. also, knowing your dog has aggressive tendencies, how in the hell does your child get close enough to the dog while they're eating? Yeah, that's. Just, I feel like. I mean, I've I've never owned a dog myself, but I've had a a dog with my family before, and that was something that even. You know, we all kind of adapted to now. None of us were, you know, small children at the time. But, you know, we all knew when our dog is eating, we don't touch the bowl. Yeah, you don't. You know, because you he, he had been through some trauma. And it's clear that this dog also has been through some trauma and has been abused. So naturally, they're going. that's going to be kind of their reaction. Yeah, I'm, it's, it's upsetting uh, because it's when things like this happens, 99% of the time it's on the owner. Yeah, so you, I you have situations where dogs' temperament is just terrible and they're just assholes and they'll come up and, you know, just mm -hmm. be mad aggressive and may bite a child. Yeah. Um, but in this situation and in most situations, it's preventable. Uh, they could have mm -hmm. had a better um, handle on the situation knowing where their child is. And that's clear that you've never told your child not to be near the dog while they're eating. Exactly. I feel like there's a there's a training on the dog's part and yeah. a training on the kid's part because when you have kids and you have a dog, you know, some people say, okay, we got rid of our dog because we had a baby. And yeah. Some people say you have to kind of train the dog to be around kids. And Absolutely. vice versa, you have to help the kid understand how to interact with dogs. Yeah. Um, I feel like based on the video that they put out it kind of seems like they didn't really 
I'm not, I'm not sure, but it seems like they didn't really take measures to get the dog any help outside of the home, which is really, really disappointing considering that Nikki has over a million subscribers and she's seems to be doing pretty well for herself as well as her husband. So they definitely have enough money to at least put their dog through some sort of therapy, which is what any responsible dog owner would do especially if they have the money and the resources and i feel like for me if one of the reasons that i've chosen not to take on having a dog is because i don't feel that i can comfortably afford like therapy for the kinds yeah. of dogs that i want and to properly i don't feel i have the time to train them and so this to me feels very irresponsible because they could have just given it to somebody who's a very experienced owner rehome the dog i don't feel like any measures were taken other than euthanizing the dog yeah it's just sad that people jumped to that and and like you said they did the euthanization photo shoot which is what Weird. Like why, you why do, would you do why that? do you do that um and in the picture that they have here on the on the article the baby is right there like yeah. the baby is right there so it's not like you know, the dog's super aggressive towards the baby. If that's the situation, then yes, remove the dog from a home. If you can't remove the dog from the home, then obviously your last option is euthanization. But it doesn't seem that the dog was always aggressive towards the baby, and that was just the dog's temperament. It's just a situation where the dog is protecting its resource, i.e. its food, yeah, and doesn't want anybody to interfere with them. And the child did wrong by mm -hmm. interfering and got you know, that negative reaction of the dog now bit them. They also put in here that it was a little mark and it, it's gone now at this point. Like from the bite, the bite is already healed. So it didn't break skin or anything yeah. like that. So it wasn't like the dog ripped the baby hand off or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, it wasn't anything from, like, and when they were telling this story, I was even thinking that, like, was this, like, a really bad bite? Was it kind of, like, a warning bite, you It know? seems that it was more of a warning, like... Yeah, and I mean, I'm not a parent, so I can't understand what it's like to see your child get hurt by an animal or or by anybody, really, um... But I can't imagine that if my dog, like, kind of, kind of bit my child... And it wasn't, like, you know, a traumatic, crazy thing. I can't imagine, like, killing them. I don't... I wouldn't blame them for rehoming the dog. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mean, blame them the for that. Um, but I just think that to euthanize a dog that's perfectly healthy is just insane to me. And I kind of get the vibe... Now, I've been subscribed to her for for many many years um but i haven't really kept up with her but i remember the last time i saw nikki in the news she was actually in the news because she apparently wanted to adopt a child from an asian country and she basically went back on that adoption because the adoption agency that she was going through said that she wasn't allowed to post anything on the internet about the child for an entire year of her adopting the child. Oh, and so wow. she decided, I'm not going to adopt this child anymore. Seems like a lot of things are for views. So to me, it kind of seems like it's it's one of those things where it's like anything that's like a minor inconvenience to her, she's like, get rid yeah, of it. Just get rid of it. Get it's rid of with. it. I don't want to deal with it. Minor inconvenience. Which, you're, you know, your kid being bit is not a minor inconvenience, but like not posting your child 
for a year when you have a pretty like thriving youtube channel to me seems great like she literally was just like i can't exploit my child so i'm not gonna yeah. adopt them which seems that and that's kind of the vibe that i get from her is that she's just one of those people that's like if i can't have it 100 percent my way and make it easy i don't even want to deal with it so shame on them <gasps> not a fan unsubscribed yeah. R.I.P. to Bowser. Yeah. Uh, we should have really queued sad. up. Uh, what's that? In the Arms of the Angels song? Yeah. Uh, we'll get them next time. I know. Just R.I.P. Bowser. I know. Well, next up, Billy Porter, um, famous LGBTQ plus icon, revealed that he is HIV positive. Um, this, to me, is very, very powerful. And it, it's, you know, yeah. not a great thing, but it's, it Again, is a great thing. we don't thing. have round of applause. We'll give them some... <laughs> Some gunshots to celebrate, uh, right? you know, to come out and, and you know reveal the truth. I think truth. it's going to make a lot of people that are living with HIV or AIDS feel seen, yeah. feel heard, and it makes me like I'm crushed because to hear that somebody's living with that is so hard. Mostly because the stigma is Terrible. horrible. It's like I don't want to. Like it's, people feel like they can't touch anybody. They yeah. Like the no. second that. Um, people hear that somebody's HIV positive, they are immediately, like, that's their whole identity, you know, is that they're HIV positive. But HIV is not what it used to be in that the medicine is so advanced now that you can be HIV positive and not even be detectable, which means, yeah. like, you could take a, a test and you could, it could show up that you're not HIV positive or you could have um, unprotected sex with somebody and still not transmit the virus, which is if you're as long as your viral load is low enough, which is amazing. Still not a cure, but it's really, really great medicine. Um, but that still, in my opinion, hasn't changed the stigma. Yeah, absolutely. As much, especially for gay men and especially for gay black men, um, that stigma is just really there. So I think he's really brave. Absolutely. To have come yeah. out and said and and. Told told the world. Apparently, he's known this though since two thousand and seven. Yeah. So it does does have here that it's it's been quite a while that mm -hmm. he's had it and he's just been living with it. Um, I just want to, as an aside, Billy Porter can dress his ass off. The looks, the looks. Billy Porter can like really dress. Like he yeah. outdresses like yeah. He is like percent of women out he, here. He's like an icon, icon. Like every time there's like the Met Gala or any like red carpet, I'm like, what is Billy Porter wearing? I need to know. He 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 give you a suit. He give you a dress. A, a suit dress. A suit dress. Skirt. A dress suit. Like. It, and he, looks he fabulous kill it. doing he kill it. it every time. Like he kills it. Yeah. Uh, but he's, shout out to him. Some, he's some awesome. more gunshots for him and the fashion. The fashion. Yes, God. I love it. Fair. Well, speaking of an LGBTQ icon, even though they're not technically LGBTQ, let's do it for the bombs. Let's do it for the bombs. Uh, the bombs. We up. We up, Barb's. We up. Good old Nick. We up, Barb's. Where my Barb's at? <laughs> Where my Barb's at? To freedom! <laughs> I'm obsessed. Obsessed with Nicki Minaj. Obsessed. And she What's just... your favorite Nicki record of all time? 
like album or just song he about to play he about to play it my favorite nikki song hands down and this is what makes this so exciting my favorite nikki song is itty bait itty bitty Piggy. oh really my okay. favorite nikki song my favorite nikki verse is in Mo- is monster Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The monster. We'll get, we'll get some, hey, some hey, background hey, while hey. you... Okay. Mm, mm, mm. This is a non-skip. I know that's right. Mm, 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 mm. Okay. I was on the plane with Dwayne. You can call me with the I go to Hamay. Look, Listen, we can I'm just a, cut her I'm vocals a, out. I'm a, Excuse me, honey, but nobody's in my lane. When you was in New York, you was a Yankee. I was fucking, I was uh, so cranky. Give him a hanky, but I'm cold. Period, period, period. Barb's we up. Barb's we up. She came out with beam me up, Scotty. Okay. She she did what she had to do. She did what she had to do for the barbs. We missed Queen Nikki. We missed her. I think she comes right back. I think she comes right back with some. She's new, a legend. She's an icon. These people out here need to give her her flowers. I feel like we are we are heading into the people really appreciating Nikki for what she was. You know, how, like when people are at the height of their career, people want to hate on them. Yeah. You know, you see it every time, especially with female rappers. But I feel like right now people are like, give Nicki Minaj her flowers. I think I think what a lot of people's issue was was Nicki really gave you three albums that were the same so she gave you pink friday yeah then she gave you pink friday roman reloaded mm-hmm. then gave you pink friday roman reloaded the re-up and then the next like new new album was the pink print and then she had queen which was you know the most recent one uh, and then beat me up scotty and playtime's over all of that was pre pink friday yeah um, but i think a lot of the problem was early on was that those first the, those three eras albums. did last a long the Roman era lasted a long time that, it was just but a long time but it's the same and you're, it's so iconic though like you can't you can't forget the <laughs> like that I, pink I get, wig I get you. pink wig Nikki pink wig um what's the little Wayne group um young money young money era that was hidden different it was. It I, was I'm not gonna different. say that. I mean, you you got stuff like "Did It On Him," "Roman's Revenge," "Right Through Me." She, I mean, she could give you, you know, thirty, forty minutes, almost two hours. Yeah. I, mean, I know that's a jump, but like looking here, she can give you like two hours a song. But I and think all of them slap. I think more than anything, though, she in during that era, she was going crazy on those features. Yeah, she was also she was giving you going, features. I mean, she has some good singles for sure. Yeah. 100%. But one of my think, favorite things about Nikki is those features. Because she goes on these features with grown men who have been in the game. She and goes on features like, and, she, yeah, she, like she has a chip on her shoulder. And just takes the whole song. She's like Drake in that way. It was like, if Drake features on a song, it's now his song. When you listen to Bottoms Up, you don't think of Trey songs. You nah, think you of Nikki's part. You think when you listen to Monster, Monster yeah, Kanye, that's Nikki's Kanye record. eight. Monster is you Nikki's know Jay Z eight. All right, Rick Ross, he did his thing. Nikki absolutely demolished them. 
in that I song. even like her on, on the new, the, the Seeing Green record. I mean. Oh, my God. Other, those other two was, the, was hitting. But. The era of, of Drake, Lil Wayne, and Nicki Minaj as a trio. Have they ever missed? Never. They're n- that, that Young Money era, nobody is seeing that era. I don't, Nobody think, they, I don't think that they've missed. I'd have to, I, I have to get a list of like what songs they've done. Remember how iconic Bedrock was? Bedrock, even was though it. there's other people in that song, you remember Nicki's verse, you remember Drake's verse, and you remember Lil Wayne's. They, those three together. Only, only was fire. Yeah. Only was fire out of them three. Uh, they, I mean, they, they've had. Yes, yeah, it's, it's all bangers. It's, there's no, there's no misses here. There's no misses. There's no misses at all. Nikki's but. just, she's just that girl, and people need to, you know, people always try to, I think, compare her to the other rap girls. It's always like, is it Cardi or Nikki? Is it the City Girls or Nikki? Is it? But these other girls, in my opinion, are not anywhere near on her level yet. Yeah, they, I they, think they can't. I don't think anybody that we see right now is going to be on Nikki's level ever. And I don't think she's a rap girl. No. I don't think she's technically a rap girl, but Doja Cat, I think Doja Cat has a lot of potential. I don't know if she's technically considered a rap girl. I but think Doja, Doja Cat can get out I think it. Doja Cat is the only person that realistically I can see really being like that mainstream, like huge success like legend i don't see it for sweetie i don't see it as much as i love them i don't see it for the city girls i'm a little skeptical skeptical about cardi and megan i don't cardi and megan are kind of 50 50 for me they're slowing down they're slowing down they've had their runs but they're slowing down yeah i don't for me they haven't given me that feeling that nikki gives me where I'm like, you know, this song goes hard, right? Like, a song, you know, a song is, is tough, you know. But they don't give me, like, Nikki, her lyrics are so, like, sometimes you, sometimes you go back and you're like, wow, that's what she said? Like, I get it now. You know how you do it with, like, a Wayne yeah, lyric like, where you're like, wait a minute. You catch it on the back end. You're like, I wait a minute. <laughs> wait a Real G's moving silence like lasagna? And you, you said that, like, you you know, the first time you listen to him, like, what is he even what? talking about? Like, this is a random. And then you listen to it, and you're like, that's Nikki, though. Nikki does that, too. Sometimes I'm like, no, she didn't. I mean, sometimes she no, just. No, she did not. Sometimes she has a little throwaway, you know, but it's like, it's still iconic, though. I love it. The barbs are up. We're up. Mm-hmm. Love it. Y'all doing what y'all gotta do. I missed, I missed Nikki. I missed her. And I'm so glad she, she 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 said, "Huh, take the little crumbs that you're getting." Yeah, I mean, and then she she gave you what the five just five new tracks, and, and that was cool. We still waiting on Rihanna though. Uh, I don't think we're ever. I'm done. Get I'm it. done waiting on on a Rihanna. <laughs> and Frank Ocean, he dropped a little something and said bye. Frank, when did I'm Frank out. Ocean drop something? Didn't he drop? This was like years ago. Oh, you talking about like that little blonde album or whatever? Yeah, and then called? he said, "Here, take these crumbs." Yeah, nah. Yeah. I, those are the people that I feel like just really didn't care about music. They were just talented. And I, yeah. Uh, it, that's the worst when they. Rihanna said, here's a makeup line. We said, we want, we didn't want that. I mean, we like it. Yeah, I'm like, buy it, but, but where's but the album? We want the album. Then she said, y'all want an album? Oops, here's lingerie. 
She's over it. She's over yeah. the music. She ain't doing it no more. It's a wrap for it. It's a wrap. But we're glad Nikki, Nikki, you know, gave us some crumbs. Well, next up, Jennifer Hudson, an icon, is going to be playing another icon in a new biopic. She's going to be playing Aretha Franklin. I don't think I could have thought of anybody more worthy to play play Aretha Aretha Franklin. I can't think of anybody right now that's worthy of it. Yeah, I mean, good for her, honestly. Yeah, good for her. She just, you know, she she holds it down. So I, I'm proud, happy for gunshots for her. Oh, let's get the, at, let's get the volume on the gunshots. Period. Oh. Nah, 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 nah. Now nah, we gotta run that back. We gotta the run that back. The respect has to be loud. Period. Period. Very, very happy and very proud. This is not her. the first time that she's played an icon. Nah, she's she plays. She was in Dreamgirls. Yeah, she's with Beyonce. She's played on a bunch of these like biopics where she plays songstresses, and it's because she really can sing. She's really that girl. She's really yeah. that girl when it comes to, like singing. I feel like um. I feel like she's she's maybe not seen as much on Beyonce's level, but she's I feel like one of the only vocalists that can go like right now that can go like toe to toe. I don't feel like people give her her flowers the way they give like Beyonce or Mariah Carey, but give Jennifer Hudson her flowers. She's an icon. Yes, she's she, a legend. Absolutely. And she's she's one of those people that in the future should get a biop a biopic. Yeah, absolutely. Cause, cause she's coming that. from like that. Uh, what was it? American Idol run that she had. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. She's that girl. Love her. I think her story would just be just be good. Yeah, she's a legend icon. I feel like she's got the perfect voice for it. You can tell she's definitely influenced by Aretha Franklin, and I think Aretha Franklin is very probably going to be very proud. You know, so. Good for her. Well, I guess we can move on to our main topic mm-hmm. for today. And I'm excited about this one. I feel like this is one of those topics that's brought up on Twitter like every two weeks. I don't know why we have to keep having this conversation, but I figured it would be a good time for us to have this conversation because you're a guy and I'm a girl. And that is our thoughts on the friend zone. Or do nice guys finish last? Have you ever been friend zone, Tyler? Um, I don't think so. I don't, I wouldn't necessarily, I wouldn't necessarily know, but I don't, like, the way that I go about my dating or trying to court somebody, uh, I'm not coming in with any type of expectation. Mm-hmm. So, I'm coming in just trying to really get to know somebody. Yeah. Um, take them out on a date, try to see if I can vibe with you at all. Um, and then if it doesn't work out after that, then fine. But there, I haven't really had a situation where I developed like feelings for somebody for a friend. It, yeah, and then told them, and they were like, "Nah, we're we're friends." Uh, it just never, nah, not yeah. me personally. Well, I feel like a lot of, when I feel like when I hear people talk about the friend zone, I feel like a lot of times it's just guys being like, "Well, I was nice to this girl, and she didn't like me." Yeah, and it's like, well. Were you only nice to her because you wanted a romantic relationship or you wanted her to sleep with you or what is it? And 
One of the things that I hate most about this conversation about the friend zone is that it always centers around like men being friend zone. It's always this idea that like I I was a nice guy and I got in the friend zone, but it's like you guys do realize that the friend zone happens to women all the time. If anything, it happens worse, in my opinion. It happens worse? <laughs> it happens worse. But, so I've been friend zone actually, a couple times, mostly in my youth, which I'm still young, but I got friend zoned all the time when I was in middle school. It was like, I mean, I wouldn't say like I was like overly nice to these guys, but I definitely like had guy friends in middle school where I was like, I kind of like this guy. And then I tell them and they'd be like, hmm. I don't know about that. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, a lot of it, and this is a different conversation for a different day, but a lot of the time it was because, like, I would have crushes on, like, white boys that, like, didn't like black girls yet. Uh, they started liking me usually in high school, but, um, but yeah, a lot of times I got friend-zoned, and it, it sucked, and I do understand a little bit how people can feel sometimes of, like, I was nice to this person, and I really, like, you know tried to you know when people are like i want a person that's this 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 and that and you're like i'm like that yeah. <laughs> you're describing you just, you me. just describe me you just describe me but you're like but um i feel like a lot of times there's this conversation of like guys that say girls don't like nice guys like i try to be this nice guy and and it just gets me in the friend zone and i hate to break it to you but it's like just don't go into a friendship with somebody knowing that you like them. I can kind of understand if it's like, oh, like, you know, you're, you've kind of been friends with somebody for all this time. And then all of a sudden you start to like develop feelings for them. That's one thing. But like, if you're going into this and you're being nice to a girl just for the sole purpose of her, like potentially sleeping with you or being your girlfriend or whatever, like I kind of feel like that's on you like all right so to be honest just to be as cut and dry as possible with this friend zoning doesn't happen if you let the other person know your intentions from jump yeah so outside of the rare case where i've been friends with somebody for however long and magically i have feelings for them now and now i want to kind of be with them or whatever Outside of that situation, because then you're pretty much, you're either going to date them or you're going to get friend zone. Yeah. If you think a girl is attractive or a guy or whomever, if you find that person attractive, want to get to know them, want to date them, whatever you want to do, just let your intentions be known from the jump. Because what you don't want to do is come in, say, I'm going to play this friend role, and now she tucks you away as a friend. Because maybe... She wanted you to be, you know, a boyfriend, but you come in on the friendship tip. And, and so then she's like, she just all right. tucks you away. All right, this is going to be a friend. Cool. This is going to be my friend. And now you're like, oh, I wanted this. And she's like, I'm not really into that no more. Maybe in the beginning. Yeah, because maybe she found anymore. somebody or yes, whatever. Anything could have happened. Because that's for girls the easiest way to, if, even if there was a thought, the easiest way to completely get rid of that thought is to just be in a different relationship so so if you come in from jump and say hey like i like you or i want to get to know you because i you know think i have some type of feeling for you or i find you attractive then they're either gonna say yes or no 
And at that yeah. point, you're not friends yet. So you're not friend zoned. You just got rejected. You just got rejected. I feel like being Which rejected is, is better than than arguably Which being in the friend zone. Yeah. Because a lot of times you're then you're seeing that person there. Yeah. And you put yourself like, there by saying, I'm going to just play the friend role. And a lot of people do this like, you know, right after a girl breaks up. Mm-hmm. It's broken up. Oh, I'm just gonna be there for her, be a friend, and then yeah. hopefully we we develop something, or I you know get a chance to have sex with her, or whatever it is. No. Yeah. No, because you didn't come in saying that this is what you want. So how is she supposed to know? Exactly. She could have told you from day one, from from inbox one, that this ain't gonna fly like that. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I really am just looking for a friend right now, and then you don't waste your time. But where people go wrong is they spend all this time thinking that. I would just do this and not let my true intentions be known. And then when I do let them be known, they should want to be with me because I, I did, did all X, of y, these Z. things. Nope. No, it don't work like that. Well, you know what? One of the reasons that exactly your point that I have an issue with the friend zone conversation and why it mostly focuses on men is because as women, and I'm speaking for myself, we 100% do the same thing. Except when we do it, it's not necessarily called friend zone. It's called like friends with benefits or it's called I dated this guy for 10 years and he decided oh, I don't want to get married. As women, a lot of times what we do is, oh, I'm going to even if we're dating a guy, it's like I'm going to cook for him. I'm going to clean for him. I'm going to do his laundry. I'm going to I'm going to go 50 50 on dates. I'm going to do this that, and third and surely he will love me. But what happens? Yeah. He doesn't. It doesn't. He doesn't. So it's it's the same, except one of the main differences is that for us, it's like even more, arguably to me, more of an investment because it's like I have now given you like my time, my energy. I've I've you know having sex, all those things, but I don't have anything to show for it. So that's why when I talk about the friend zone, sometimes I'm like. I hear a lot of guys being like, well, I took her to dinner or, well, I, you know, was there for her birthday. And I'm like, okay, well, there, you know, it's like, I can understand how you feel because it sucks to like, like somebody and, and, and them not reciprocate those same feelings, especially after you've done X, Y, and Z for them. But I feel like there's not enough conversation about like friend zone towards women, because a lot of times what happens is that you'll meet a guy, right? You'll go on some, maybe you'll even go on some dates. Right. And you might go into it thinking a guy might be like, oh, I'm going I'm going into this relationship. Right. You're hanging out. Everything's going great. You're maybe even having sex. Right. You're, you know, maybe not even talking to other guys and it's time for you to have that conversation. Okay, what are we doing? And they're going to say we chilling. And then you're like, boom, you know, that feeling. But I feel like there's a big difference for women in that, like, in this guy doesn't doesn't want to be with me after we just had sex then a guy being like this girl doesn't want to date me and i just took her for coffee or i was nice to her told her she was pretty or i whatever you know what i mean it's like that's the thing that bothers me the most and i just like really is this you know but it's one of those things you have to learn when you get older like do not do all of these things until you know for certain that this person is like committed to you yeah i just be honest from jump just be honest what are you here from for? jump what are you, what are you here for what am i here for all right cool and now two months go by and we need to have this conversation again 
until we until because if my feelings change so hypothetically if i was a single man and i just met you know the girl that i'm with now for the first time and i'm like all right let's go on a date you know after the second or third date if you know we're starting to vibe and gel and things like that um and this could be pre-sex post-sex whatever because i don't care when you have sex with somebody it doesn't matter yeah i think it's different for everybody yeah so eventually i need to have a conversation with you hey what are you getting out of this what am i getting out of this what are you expecting out of this all right say we just agree that right now we're going to casually date you know we're going to go on dates and things try to get to know each other better do different Mm -hmm. things see if we're compatible and my expectation is that you're not talking to anybody else your expectations i'm not talking about talking to anybody else cool now two months down the road my feelings have now evolved i want us to be exclusive boyfriend girlfriend i want to go Mm -hmm. meet your parents all of that then we have another conversation hey this is how i'm feeling now i know what we have been doing however this is what i would like either they're going to reciprocate that energy and now you can ask somebody to be your girlfriend and you know take the next steps or they're going to say i don't really feel that way we can either continue to do this and then maybe i will or we can just stop doing this all together and then it's on me to decide, hey, am I going to ride this out for a little bit? How strong are these feelings? Maybe I can do some things to help her get to the same level that I am. Or, all right, I'm not in the space to want to continue to put effort here. If she doesn't want this, all right, I'm going to step back. But then yeah. everybody has been in the understanding, in the know of what's going on the whole entire Making it clear. Time. You just got to be clear. As an adult, we just got to be clear. What you cannot do. It's just me, somebody on Instagram, DM them. Y'all talked for two weeks. Y'all went on two dates. Y'all had sex. And now she thinks that y'all in a relationship or y'all about to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And you was just out here try- just trying to, you know, smash and pass or yeah. smash and-, and go back to the streets or whatever. And now she's hurt or vice versa. Mm-hmm. He-, you- he could be hurt if it was the same situation, but the girl wanted to leave. And it's because y'all didn't have no conversation about yeah. what this is going to be. Well, that's my that's my issue is like a lot of times it's like for the girls, there's a lot more of like manipulation. You know, it's like it's like a lot more like oh, being very vague, whereas I feel like girls are more likely to be like, I'm not really into this, you know, to a guy. Like if you're going to friend zone a guy, I feel like a girl is more likely to be like, I don't really see you that way. You know, I appreciate that. I don't, but guys, I feel like because a lot of times they're going to get something that they want, which is the sex, right? They're going to say, oh, we're just chilling. I'm just, I'm not ready. Like making a lot of so excuses. So then when they say that I'm not ready, you need you to leave. You got to go. Like you either be like, all right, mm-hmm. you either finna get ready or I'm gone. Don't continue to stick around. Yeah. Because then and, that's on you. And then it becomes a thing exactly where the guys, and this is a mistake that I've made in my past where I'm like, okay, well, I'll just do X, Y, and Z, and then they'll change their mind. They're uh, not going to change their yeah, mind. So like <laughs> They're when, not going to change their when y'all mind. Ha- when people have that conversation and the person is showing you some hesitancy, Immediately. you have to, you, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's up to you. So at the end of the day, you can either continue to stay there and see if that you see if you can, like you said, do something different to change their mind, or you can take a step back. And if they would mm-hmm. like to be with you at that point, they would then, they will chase then you. chase you. Exactly. Now, if, if you stay in that situation and three more months go by and you then find out that he's done X, Y, and Z, or she's done X, Y, and Z. You can't really be that upset yeah. mm-hmm. because they told you they've had they've told you like, hey, I don't, I'm having some hesitancy. 
I've given you the excuses. I told you that we was just chilling. Like, I ain't never say we was boyfriend and girlfriend. So, since you didn't get the answer that you wanted, leave. If yeah. you If you're going to stick around in hopes to convince them and then find out otherwise, that's on you. Yes, they have some fault there, but did they technically lie to you? No. Technically, now, if they no. do lie to you. If they tell you, I want to be in a relationship. If y'all get mm-hmm. into a relationship and then they're continuing to do, you know, whatever, whatever. they want, they're in the streets, then that's, a, that's another story. That's somebody that's just a scumbag of a person shouldn't be out here in relationships anyways. But when before y'all have a title, don't really expect anything from somebody if you guys haven't had that yeah. clear and concise conversation. And that's one of the things I think I've learned so much through my 20s is like, you having it's all i've always been like scared right to like have that conversation with guys but realizing that having this conversation with somebody that really like loves you and cares about you it won't scare them because they'll just be ready you know like for me and my boyfriend now david i mean i think he asked me to be his girlfriend after like three weeks maybe and now we've been together for over a year which also understand that like when you're getting into a relationship with somebody it's not like marriage you can get out whenever you want like people make dating this seem like this huge commitment where it's like yeah i am i it's gonna be so hard and i had to realize like you can just leave (laughs) you can just i can just text my boyfriend right now and be like i don't want to do this anymore which i'm not going to do obviously And it's not to say that you can't you shouldn't put in work or you shouldn't um you know, gr- try to work things out when, when possible, but don't build it up to be this like crazy commitment that when it no longer it's not. is fulfilling for you. Yeah, and you have no drive, none to to change the situation or to try to work to change the situation. It is time for you to leave. Yep, and this could be that y'all just fell out of love. If I wake up tomorrow and. I'm no longer feeling the connection that I have with my girlfriend and I have no desire to fix that connection. It's only going to hurt her and myself more if I just stay here Mm -hmm. and be like, oh, it's going to change tomorrow. It's going to change the next day. Let me check back in a month. In a month, she could be pregnant. We could have, you know, bought a house. We could have done all that because a lot of the times what people would do is, oh, I'm not really feeling this anymore. And They'll still go on dates with you. They'll still have sex with you. They'll still do this, that, and a third because it's what they go through normally, the motions. Yeah, it's what they people are afraid to be uncomfortable yeah. in that moment. And then, <laughs> you know, now y'all in a situation where somebody's pregnant or y'all just bought a house together, got an apartment together, and it's like I, I really don't like you. I don't want to do this relationship anymore. But now y'all got a lease. Now y'all got a kid. Now you got a dog. Yeah. Now you got this, that, and a third, and you wouldn't have all of these issues and all of these roadblocks. If when you felt this way six months ago, you just you had told gotten me. out. Mm-hmm. You told me you gotten out. You did whatever you had to do at the time. We wouldn't be in a situation that we in now. So, same way that you want to be clear and concise, you know, with your partner prior to dating. While dating, you should still do it. I still have regular conversations with my girlfriend, like every three months. Hey, how is things going? How you feel like yep. you feel like we should be going on more dates? Do you feel like what's my effort level to you like? Is there something that I'm doing, you know, that I shouldn't be doing or 
um, something that you want me to be doing more. And what I mean, like, shouldn't be doing, I mean, like, leaving the toilet seat up or whatever. Like, yeah. for me... You need, like, a progress report, yeah. you know? Yeah, you need How something are we like doing? that. For me, my most recent thing... Oh, oh, she pisses me off when she does this. What is it? Not so, me getting the tea on my bestie. <laughs> she, so you know how normal people, let me just ask a question first. Okay. How do you squeeze toothpaste from the tube? You do it from the bottom and, and work your way up to the top of the cap where like it comes out. Mm-hmm. Or do you just rip the fucking tube? <laughs> I squeeze it from the bottom or the top. I don't. Okay. Thank That's you. like barbaric to like squeeze it like. The amount of times That's that barbaric. I've come into the bathroom and the toothpaste tube looks like she just gripped it with her hand and squeezed it to death. That's some like barbaric savage stuff. And to me, stuff. it's like, how much toothpaste did you get out from this <laughs> squeeze? Because the toothpaste is still full. Yeah. How much did you get out of this? And I tell her every fucking time, yo, this is really <laughs> bothersome for me. I have to come in here and try to correct and salvage toothpaste. <laughs> Because you gripping the damn tube like it's a baseball bat. Like, Why is she doing that? I don't know. I don't that know if she just wake up angry. Stuff. Like, I have never seen that. That's like savage. So when we had our last conversation, I brought this up. I said, yo. That's, I love that that's, that's such like a wholesome thing, though, that like your issue is like, yeah, I don't like, like the way my girlfriend grabs her toothpaste. Once you get into it, like once you really get into the motions of things, and you know, we've lived together for over a year now. Um, and really before that, I was staying at her house. She was staying at my house. Like we basically, you been see things. Yeah. About so people. it's like, yeah, golly. Like and yeah. she told me she didn't like the fact that I sweat at night. So what do I do? Yeah. I now have the ceiling fan going, but I also bought me a little stand fan that just blows yeah. directly on me. So I don't sweat as much at night. And she's worked on gripping the toothpaste. Um, thankfully. We yeah. didn't have to go further with that. Right. But yeah, once you kind of get into the groove of things, like it, it's not, you know, those big things. It's not the, oh, you like somebody's picture or you did this and the third. It's mm-hmm. just, I don't like the way you left the toilet seat up. Yeah. Or you I don't like have the shower those, setting. You got to have that up. progress. Like, I think today what what made me mad was, didn't really make me mad, but annoyed me a little bit. My boyfriend was like, I noticed that he constantly has his mouth open. He never just sits with his mouth like, it's always like, oh, I'm like, little open. yeah, I'm like, <laughs> you look like an American girl doll. Like your mouth yeah. is, all, I'm like, close. I'm like, I asked him, I was like, is your mouth dry? And he's like, yeah, sometimes I'm like, because your mouth is constantly open. Like we're watching TV and he's sitting there like, you know, those kids, like when they're watching like Cocomelon or something and they're just like, close your mouth. And I, told, I looked at it and I said, you need to close, you know, but I'm like, then I had to sit there for a second and be like, Gabby, like, be nice. And I'm just like, David, like, is your mouth dry sometimes? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, because your mouth is all, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, you but yeah, but you have to have a progress report. But I think too, and this goes back to intentions, sometimes it's a hard conversation to have because it can be nerve wracking because we're scared of rejection. But you have to have that conversation of like, what are we doing? Yeah. Where is this going? And it's the same, you know, and that's a big reason why we talked about on our last podcast. I choose not to have like super close relationships with men because I don't ever want them to get the wrong idea. I don't ever want them to 
Yeah, it's, you know, it's still progress reports. It's just progress reports before we like, get into a relationship. Yeah, it's like, like for example, you know, he, you know, when we before when we first 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 went on a date, like we kind of talked about like what we wanted, and we both said we both want a relationship. Then you know, six to nine months, something like that, in we both agreed that this was a very serious relationship. Then, you know, we kind of talked, now we've talked more about, like, what are we going to do with our lives? How do we plan to live this life together? Are we going to move in together? Are we not going to move in together? What kind of, how many kids do you want? Do you want to adopt kids? Do you want to be married? Do you care for your partner, you know, has a certain religious view? You have to do those progress reports. You have to be intentional because that way you can... Number one, know what each other wants and and be on the same page. And number two, you can hold that person somewhat accountable when they don't give you, you know what I mean? When they don't, when they don't fulfill that thing. Because if you don't, and something I've had to learn, unfortunately, the hard way is when you don't really understand somebody's intentions and you let them just lollygag around, you feel even worse later on. Because... For me, like, if I was single right now, just in the place that I'm in in my life, if I was single and I was actively going on dates, if a guy told me I'm not looking for a relationship, immediately I'm out of it. It's time to go. Great. It was great getting to know you. I'm not, but me and pre-probably 23-year-old me would have said, I can change this. I can change this. If I'm nice enough, if I'm pretty enough, if I'm cooking good enough if i'm doing x y and z he will change his mind fyi never happened never not once mind. not once because every guy that i've ever dated probably knew that they wanted me to be their girlfriend at least after the third date yeah, at least. they might not ask me on the third date yeah they but know they at not least already. knew and so it's hard but one of the things that I tell girls is that a lot of times when girls get friend zoned, friend zoned, it's more like guys will keep you in this certain zone. It's not really friend. It's like, it's more like this is the girlfriend zone. You're going to be a girlfriend for 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> or we're going to just stay in this. You're not really my friend because we're having sex, but we're just going to keep you in like the talking stage, you know? So we need like a name. For for women who are stuck in this like zone where this like man won't let them out of that. I mean, hmm. hypothetically, you know, the girl could leave see it her to the listeners. Out. Let them let them comment. Let them yeah, let listeners them reply with what yeah. it should be called. Let us know what should be the name for a woman who's in either like the girlfriends and like I saw somebody who's like, imagine being called somebody girlfriend of like ten years. Yeah, I would you know. <laughs> You would die. That's the sunken no. place. That's yeah. women's sunken place. Hundred percent. Like I literally told my boyfriend, I'm like I'm just letting you know right now, like we're not gonna date for five years. We're not. Like I'm being honest. I told him, I was like, don't think I'm gonna be your girlfriend in five years. Nobody's gonna ask me, oh, how long have you and your boyfriend been together? And maybe like five years, unless you got some crazy reason. I feel you. It's not gonna happen. I feel you. But it's... past me would have been like, oh, you just need to get to know each other. I know everything about him. Yeah. I know everything about him. At this I point, know that his mouth is dry because he is constantly has his mouth open. I know 
Girls, you know your hair is in his butt crack. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> you, the one. You know, if, if your hair ain't been in their butt crack at some yeah. point in time, yeah. You know when you like find Cindy your girlfriend's done, yeah. hair. Cindy done pulled one out my butt crack one time. <laughs> Talking about some what little hussy you done had in the house. Right. I'm like Cindy, that's your hair. That's like, your hair, exactly. It, there it go from light to dark. Right? It's your hair. My boyfriend will find like pieces of my hair like on his clothing. Yeah. All and, the time. Any shirt. Right. Pants. And now that I'm blonde, it's like I have blonde hair partially, but I also have some black hair. It's like a mix it's like a interesting mixture. And like sometimes I'd be like, "Who is this blonde?" Oh wait, I'm like, "This yeah. could be mine." Yep, that's this could that's be good mine. old sense. She she's gonna definitely find the hair. The one thing about us, we gonna find the hair. We gonna find a scent. We gonna find a something. We waiting for y'all. Find the hair and interrogate me about <laughs> interrogate the hair. Interrogate and interrogate the hair that yeah. belongs to us. Yeah, like it, now it's even more crucial if you find the hair in like your butthole. Oh, uh, that's even. Yeah. That's intense. Now, now it's a different level. That's of like interrogation. a serious interrogation. Like, how did you get down? I know Back that's here. right. Yeah. Well, basically, to wrap it up, be clear. Be honest. Be clear with your intentions. Let these people know. And you know what I even do? Like, if if a guy tells me like that he's into me and I'm either not interested at all or have a boyfriend, like I will just for the most part cut off communication. Yeah, you can like go maybe wrong do with that it. if you're if you feel like somebody is like into you. Like I've had a couple of friends that have been like, you know, they're they're like smart and like wise guys, like good like high value men that, you know, just they're not my boyfriend, right? So like when I started dating my boyfriend, they were like, I am kind of into you, and you have boyfriends. So I'm just gonna like not talk to you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I was like, I respect it. I respect it. So just be clear. Yeah. Be clear about your intentions so that we don't have to have... Because I'm tired of seeing this conversation on Twitter. Best thing you can do is be clear. The The conversation I'm tired of seeing on Twitter are friend zone, splitting bills 50-50. I'm tired of that. And who pays on the first day? I'm tired of those. Yeah, we got to retire those. We got to put those in we don't need. We don't need a think piece on these three topics every two weeks. We don't need it. There's enough going on in the world. We don't need these. Period. Yeah. Well. Interesting news week, you know? A yeah. lot of stuff going on. Good, bad, and ugly in the world. But uh, yeah. we'll be back next week to, to go through it again. We'll be back. All right. Peace All right. out. Yeah, it's only one way to end it. Let's just. Yeah. Hey, hey. Turn up.